0: This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable and helpful content to make disciples who will go,
1: grow and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. I don't want to laugh at this first question for the day. It's a good question. It is a great question. I think it begs an answer. And here it is. Is there anywhere in the Bible where Jesus sings or laughs? At all. You know,
0: well, okay, let's answer the question, and then we will talk about the fact that the question's even being asked. Yeah. I think says some really interesting things, actually. I think so, way. too.
1: I think there's a lot more behind this question than just what the words say.
0: Right. So I cannot think of one example where Jesus laughs. Yes. Matthew 26, 30, he sings, and when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Singing was just integral with Jewish culture.
1: So we know that Jesus sang, right. and he sang... Most likely one of the Psalms. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's easy. Yeah. God's people have always sung. Yes. He's God and God's people. So he's sang. But it's interesting because the idea behind this question is that um, Does Jesus have a sense of humor? Right. Is he lighthearted? Lighthearted, yeah. I think, you know, as a as a Bible teacher, there are so many moments where I'm like, he is so funny. Yes. He's a riot. And then there's sometimes where he's so stern. In my book, the way he talks to the Pharisees, I mean, he calls them brood of vipers and children of Satan. And I'm just like, that's hilarious, you know? <laughs> like he's really funny, but he's got these genuinely funny moments. Right. He's like, serious.
1: And then he's got the funny moments right. too. And I think often we just somehow miss that. Yeah.
0: Like we take our concepts of Jesus and read them into the text. So I'll tell you about a, a story recently that um, I'll, I'll, one of my kids came to me and they were processing someone in their classroom. Okay. And the question was this, and I I had this question growing up too. Why are they popular? Oh, yes. Like, what is it about? What
1: makes them the popular kid?
0: Yeah. So, I said to my child, I said, well, I know the kid well, and the kid's a great kid. And uh, I said, first of all, they have a very rare attribute that most people don't have, and they are lighthearted. Mm. This person laughs at themselves all the time. They don't take themselves seriously. There you go. And at the same time, they're a serious person. Like they practice, they're focused, mm-hmm. they're just yeah. kids good at what they do. And then I said, okay, number one. And, I, and then I asked my my child, I said, does this person by chance say nice things to you? Oh, yeah. And then they responded all the time. Yeah, good. And I said, who says more nice things to each other, you to them or them to you? And they said, hands down, them to me. I said, oh, okay. okay. And then I said, okay, by and large, when they're walking through the world, are they curmudgeoning? Or are they happy? <laughs> cheerful is the word I used. And my child said, oh, definitely cheerful all the time. So I said, okay, let me, let me just paint a picture for you. Yeah. So you're like, why is this person popular? They're lighthearted. Mm-hmm. They're encouraging. Yeah. And they're cheerful. Hmm. Good characteristics. That's a pretty darn compelling human being. Yeah. And it's interesting because when the disciples talk about Jesus, they don't really talk about how serious he is. Not at all. They talk about joy. Mm-hmm. Like there's something about the disciples when they're like, okay, if you're going to be anything, like be joyful, rejoice always. Like something about Jesus was happy. Right. Jesus is also filled with love. He loves. Like he's mm-hmm. easy to be around, you know? That's a pretty significant attribute. Like John spends three years with him and uh, he basically boils all of it down. Like if I could describe Jesus in anything, it's like, yeah, he's he's truthful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But doggone it, love seems love, to be like love the big like,
1: key defining
0: yeah, yeah. aspect. It's interesting when you look at Jesus, like you think about, um, this may be a weird concept for people, but the Holy Spirit is also called the Spirit of Christ. Mm -hmm. The very nature of Jesus's personality, if you will, is very similar to the Holy Spirit. Yes. So when the Spirit does things, he's doing doing stuff in Jesus' name, and behalf Mm -hmm. of Jesus, like Jesus would do them. And it's interesting when you think about the nature of the Spirit, he's an encourager, he's a builder, he's a helper, helper, he's a trainer. Wouldn't you love to have someone in your life who's like, Can I just encourage you and build you up Mm -hmm. and help you? And like, man, I'm for you. I'm going to get rid of condemning voices. There's no condemnation in Christ. And the Spirit speaks to our spirit and says, no, 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 you're not condemned. You're a son. You're a daughter. Like the Holy Spirit is so encouraging Mm -hmm. and it's the Spirit of Christ. And so the question is really coming out of a a place like, okay, am I following a curmudgeoning Christ?
1: Yeah, (laughs) That's how I'm reading it too. Right. Let me see the character of Christ. Is he someone that is worthy of me following him? Or is he someone that's going to just always be over me with a stick ready to knock me down for everything I do wrong? Or is he an encourager? Even a novice can read through the Gospels and they can see the sarcasm that Jesus uses. (laughs) It's
0: hilarious. I mean, it's so
1: plain that he's got a lighthearted sense of humor.
0: Hmm. Well, I think when people think about Jesus, they need to get a new category in their head of, If you were with him, you would find a lighthearted, encouraging, loving, and honest person. Right.
1: And who doesn't want to be around that guy or gal?
0: And it's interesting because if you have a person like that and that person gets angry, Mm. what must have been going on for them to get angry? So you think about like, like again, Jesus and the Pharisees. Sure. You sons of the devil, right? Yeah. The reason he's angry, okay, because you have these religious leaders in the name of God teaching people doctrines that lead them to hell. Yes. That is an infuriating reality. Yeah. When someone like that gets angry, you don't process their whole life through their anger. Mm -hmm. You look at their anger and you say, what must have been going on to take a cheerful, joyful, loving, encouraging person to get this ticked off? Like when Jesus says to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. What must have Peter been doing to take God and push him to the edge? Push him to that point, yeah. Right. I think a lot of times Christians— read judgment texts about Mm -hmm. God and non-Christians, and they put themselves in that place, not realizing that actually if you're a follower of Christ, he does have a different posture
1: towards you as a dad. Well, we definitely know that Jesus is worthy of following, and we know that he's got a sense of humor. Can I ask you a question? Ask me a
0: question. I'll make up a scenario. I want you to think of like... uh, an 85-year-old curmudgeon follower of Christ. Mm. Just, I, I, don't have, I literally don't have a person in my brain right now. Yeah. So
1: just... I know very few of those. Yeah, right. Most people that follow Christ, they get sweeter yeah. as they get older. But what would you say to the grumpy old Christian? I would say maybe we need to go back and look at who Jesus really is. Mm. What did he save you from? Don't you have any sense of joy, any mm. sense of peace about your life? Mm that maybe you've forgotten. If you ever had the peace of God that passes all understanding, as Scripture says, and if you ever had that salvation that makes you a brother Mm. with the Lord Jesus, what happened to that that you're now a sourpuss? Mm. I mean, what's going on? You know, because as I grow in my walk with the Lord, there are circumstances that, yes, they still knock me down at times, but over time— you learn to trust Jesus more because he proves himself to be worthy. He proves himself to be the one that has my best interest at heart mm. every single time. And so I think somebody that is to the point where they're a curmudgeon, they, they've forgotten that. Jesus actually has your best interests at heart every single morning that you get up. And he gives you the reason to get up and the reason to share his love with someone else. Maybe you've forgotten that.
0: I wish somebody would ask the question, is it a sin to be a curmudgeon? (laughs) Michael,
1: is it a sin to be a curmudgeon?
0: (laughs) Great question, Dan. And I'd suggest you submit that to the Q&A podcast. Yeah, we'd go after (laughs) that one for sure. Hey, Tim, uh, do you think Jesus was an introvert or an extrovert? Yes. (laughs) How's that (laughs) one answer? All
1: right. Yes, I believe yes. Yes, there we go. Well, we all know extroverts are like... Yes, you're an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So, yeah. I, we didn't, know, we fi- know I didn't finish dead. that
0: sentence and nobody could accuse me of anything. So I could have been. You all know that they're all narcissists. So. <laughs> I think he might have been an introvert.
1: Yeah, he may have been He's name.
0: always like getting away. But then he's always with people. But then he always got to right. get recharged. I don't
1: know. Anyways, what's the question for tomorrow? Next question. Did Satan believe he would beat God? I love that question. Hmm. Beat God. Beat. Not beat, beat God. Beat God. Beat. Beat him. Like with a stick? Yeah. Win over him. Win, win him over, or win over him. Win over him. Not win <laughs> oh, him over. Right. <laughs> Too much fun. All right. Please come back next time.